I love it. Yeah, I wonder who he's voting for. <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> he's voting for Max Payne. He can't get over it. said Terminator Salvation. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? All you movie lover badasses out there, the Kung Fu Avengers have arrived on this episode, the 19th episode of Voices. That's right. We have in the house Kung Fu Santa himself, Rick Myers. That's right. Get his films of fury, books, and all the material. We like also me, have. Also, oh, go ahead. For one week only, the world of exploitation films, the creation of these movies, and also Target, the novel and thrilling adventure stories, continuation of Target, and the book I wrote way back in the day that I talked about Terminator and Alien for the first time, the great science fiction movies. There's my name at the bottom. <laughs> nice, nice. And also, we have uh, the director of the upcoming short film, Night Watch, Kyle Wong, in the house. That's right, representing martial arts and stunt work, the badassity that abounds. Oh, and also, we got returning to the channel, we have Frankie Pozos. What's going on, my friend? Actor. Right? Oh, there's the me. Film, An Hour to Kill. You can watch that on YouTube. Frankie is here and also actor. That's right, Tony of the Dead from Projects Night of the Axe 72, representing Horror, because we are fans. That's right. And we have Eric, our brother from another mother, the Asian movie enthusiast, looking chill in the back right there. That's right. And of course, you know, we got the master of remaster, Frank Jang himself. That's right. Buy all Eureka products. They all rock. All amazing movies. Oh, he's got, he's got. Oh shit! Representing the shirt right there. Represent, represent. And it has been a long time. It has been a long time. But the YouTube celebrity himself, Louis <laughs> Lika, has back from Nerd Report. Louis, how you doing, my friend? Hey, doing very good. Ready to take on the topic, man. Ready to drop in some uh, Rob Zombie uh, stuff. <laughs> I know. I know that was your dream. That's your dream movie, Rob Zombie, yeah, to man. direct a Terminator film, right? <laughs> the good thing is, after he makes one, then they have to reboot. No choice. Ah. <laughs> or, or, or would you say he would totally kill the whole franchise, like pretty much like Halloween? Oh yeah, and maybe it'll get rebooted. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Movie Dojo Army is in the house right now. Who we got here? We got Fet Zero. What's going on? Nina Lusik, Jake Hall, Trey Doe. That's right. All the badasses are showing up. Anthony, Gold Movie, Resmack, Lady Danish, oh yeah, and Nigel. That's right. Versus episode 19, we are taking on two titans of the sci-fi action genre. That's right. James Cameron, when he was in his prime, when he could not make a bad movie before... He had his blue fetish, but we're not here. <laughs> we're, we're not here to to talk about, you know, dances with Smurfs. 
That is not why. That's we're not here to talk about that movie. We're here to talk about Alien Son and Terminator Two. Now, obviously, both of these movies have special editions with more footage. Uh, both of those, we recommend those over the theatrical, but we're not here to debate on which version, special edition or theatrical is better. We're here to debate on which movie is better. And uh, yeah, man, both of these movies are just the, the A-game. Special effects, the score, the cast, the directing, the A-game. The A-team brought their A-game for both of these movies, and these are just phenomenal. This is extremely difficult for me, despite the shirt I am wearing. <laughs> you never know in verses by the end. Uh, Samurai may, uh, I don't know, who knows what I'll go with at the end here. I'll, I'll leave some bootleg suspense, as Rick always calls it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's go ahead and get down and dirty with it. All right, so we're going to go ahead and go into Aliens here. Aliens. Okay. Unfortunately, uh, you know, it came out in 1986, directed by James Cameron. Unfortunately for the Samurai, I did not see this in theater. Oh. I saw this on VHS full screen. That's right. I didn't even see the bootleg TV cut, you know, like the edited bullshit TV edited version, which is the only way we could really watch movies, you know, growing up back then. Uh, but I had, I went out and bought it on VHS and I brought it home and I popped it in and it completely blew me away to the point where I was like, where, where has this movie been my whole life? <laughs> like I was like, this movie, Jesus Christ, the action, the, the, the you know, Sigourney Weaver kills it. You know, and it's just like, it blew me away. I ran, I got up, ran out of my bedroom. I grabbed my uh, oldest sister. I said, come in here. Look at this scene. Watch this scene. Look at this. Look at it. Look at it. Not into that. <laughs> but so I was just I like. I want to add Sa Samurai. Notice how he's not mentioning the day he bought it on VHS. It may have been last week. I just want to tell you there's a thing called Fortnite. <laughs> that was our uh, secret. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was completely blown away, and then after that, just diehard fan, DVD, Blu-ray, and all that, and I, I absolutely love the movie. It's just it's phenomenal. And what's interesting about both of these films is they has two badass female leads done the right way, and still Hollywood today struggles <laughs> how to uh, <clears throat> Captain Marvel, <clears throat> Captain Marvel uh, struggles. <laughs> On how to showcase an action badass female lead with good writing and character development. I always go to Ripley and I always go to Sarah Connor. So that's another important thing to point out in these movies. But I don't want to talk too much because we've got a huge panel here. But everything's phenomenal in this film. I can't really think of anything negative. Uh, but you never know. I might Something might pop up later. All right, Kyle, positives and negatives of Aliens. I remember, like, both of these films came out when I was, well, definitely Aliens came out two years before I was born. So I got to see this originally on TV, and I remember, like, seeing it on what we have in Canada called the Space Channel, not the Sci-Fi Channel. And I watched this one before watching Alien. And the fact is, it did blow my mind with how the... The creature effects looked back then in 86 and it still does hold up today and compared to what the original design was in the in the Ridley Scott version and I just remember watching like knowing that it rewatching it now I was like okay they really build up the tension in this film where you don't see the aliens at all and especially in this the 
theatrical edition we're used to, we don't see any alien until the Marines get there, until you hear that distress call. And then everything that go- comes about, you meet Newt, and then everyone's just like, okay, now what? And then the Marines go into the plant, and everyone just gets eliminated. And what I liked about it, too, was you you usually get the stereotypical like team of every personality and you end up like saying, I'm going to hate you. I'm going to hate you for being the loud. I'm going to hate you for being the asshole. I'm going to hate you. You actually love and get to appreciate every single character like Vasquez, uh, Hudson. We all know. And, And then Hicks, Hicks being like, he's not even the team leader, but he takes the lead with everyone else. And just even like not even trying to be a lo- like that romantic angle. They did not shoehorn that romantic angle between. <laughs> Thank God. Like it showed that Ripley was taking charge of how she wanted to. Like I've faced these things before. Teach me how to fuck these guys up now, and that's what I loved about it. Well, I say the only negative, <laughs> the okay. only slight negative is the fact that you can see that nowadays. Like, I appreciate the miniatures that they do with the ships and even the Queen Alien, but you could tell the backdrops now. Even with the, like, the matte paintings in the back and everything else, and sometimes even, like, how they just have a projector screen showing everything back then in the back. And I now that I'm watching it again and don't even have the Blu-rays, just the DVD copies, and I could else this uh-huh. time but that's the only drawback but on that it holds up as being a good sci-fi sequel to like a property that james cameron just jumped on to yeah yeah copy that what i didn't know was uh i found out later that james remar ajax from the warriors one of my favorite movies of all time was supposed to be <laughs> hicks mm. he was casted as yeah, hicks but, and i was like yeah. what happens i don't know what happened i don't know if you guys, yeah. you guys know what happened they went with Michael. Mm-hmm. He might have been doing drugs or alcohol. I think it was something like that. Okay. That's what I've heard. Okay. Well, that. But I heard good. he, I heard he designed the armor too. So Michael Bean had to wear the armor. Like he didn't know what that heart meant and stuff. There's a heart in a locket. He's oh, like, I have no wow. idea what the hell that is. They just gave wow. him his outfit. There you go. And I think there's some footage where you could see the back of James Ramar. Like it's the back of him when they're oh, going yeah. in there. And stuff. Poor yeah. little guy. Poor guy. He's probably killing himself now. <laughs> I know. Where's James Ramar? Not literally. Not literally. All right, Tony. Aliens. Oh, well, I, again, like Kyle, well, not again, I say like I said it already. Like Kyle, I saw Aliens first before I saw Alien as well. And then when I finally saw Alien, I thought, well, that's one alien that they're against. This is a like a planet. Like, it's like crazy, you know, like, but like, I always liked this one too. I saw it on VHS first as well. Um, they're friggin' scary. I mean, it, it, their skin is, or their uh, blood is acid. Like that's scary enough. Then it drips from floor to floor and all that. Um, and then they have another fucking mouth inside. Like they're just they're terrifying. I think they're terrifying. It's like there's no reasoning with them. Um, you got one of one of the greatest lines: "Like get away from her, you bitch," or is it "Stay away from her, you bitch"? Which one was it? Get, get away, get away, get away, get away from her, you yeah. bitch. Um, I guess. I mean, I've always really liked this movie. Um, for a sequel, I, in my opinion, I think it it's way better than the original. Um, All right. And I don't think a lot of sequels do that. 
at least for me. But I feel like this is a sequel that's the first one's you know iconic. Don't get me wrong, but to me, I I I will like to watch Aliens more, except for that out of the chest popping thing. You know that's pretty neat. But uh, I don't know I just find it like pretty terrifying. Even when you showed the alien the um, Queen Alien part, like. And the lights are going off and the smoke and that. Like, she's terrifying. The only thing I guess would be a negative now is she looks a little too robotic. I mean, she mm-hmm. kind of always did. But, like, now seeing so many movies, like, I've noticed this kind of stuff. Like, um, it it's just a, an iconic movie. I, I really like it. And uh, I guess the only downfall I have is that uh, Bill Paxton gets killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, game over, was, man. Game yeah, over. That was- we uh a buddy of mine we showed the movie to him if, if he'd never seen alien or aliens or predator and i was like you know we we may not be friends anymore if he <laughs> uh, i invited him over and we did like a double feature here and he like he liked he really liked first alien and he lost it with aliens he's like oh my god this is insane where was again where was this movie my whole life but he went yeah he loved bill paxton and when bill paxton died he was just like oh man <laughs> I like like the tracking thing where you can see they're coming. It's like the suspense of that is like, where are they? Are they above me, below me? What's going on? Yeah. But I mean, I guess I I, I don't know. I I think maybe Newt. Newt is a is a stupid character. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know. She's she's not stupid, but I I, mostly 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 (laughs) mostly Mostly. Uh, like she's just. I, I don't know. I think because Samurai and I have reviewed a lot of like post apocalyptic movies where the kid is always like in trouble or, you know, and, and she's just all in trouble. And I don't know. Is that, never, is that this This could be another versus. Which kid was which kid was more annoying, Newt oh, or John oh. Connor? Oh. <laughs> all right. Oh. Newt. Newt. All right. Newt didn't talk that much. Easy money. But we haven't got to Terminator 2 yet. <laughs> all right. Frank. So, you know, which like one? Tony and, like, t- which Frank. one? Me, right? Yeah, I'll say Frankie Frank. for Frankie. Okay. okay, okay. okay, okay. So, <laughs> so like, like, you know, like Tony and Kyle, I, I never saw Alien when I first saw Aliens. And I still remember it was my friend who went to see Aliens in the theater. And then the moment he got out of that show, he called me. He said, Frank, you got to come see this movie, man. Aliens, man, is a badass and all that stuff. And and he said, I'm gonna go back right now and see it again. If you come, I'll go and you know see it again. He, you, know, you come and see it with me, I'll treat you. I say, okay. Well, I'm not really into horror. He said, it's not horror, man. It's action. It's nonstop action. Blah blah blah. And I said, okay, all right, fine. You know, because I'm I'm really not a horror guy at all. So so I meet him up at Oakland's Granite Theater. He was already in line. You know, he bought my tickets. We went in. And at first, when that nightmare scene came up, I like you 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 fucking liar. You know, it's like I thought this is a horror film. <laughs> You know, right, that scene in the hospital, you know, with Ripley, and I thought this is not an action film; it's a horror film. But then, you know, once the Marine came in, once they started chatting and stuff, and once they got to the planet, you know, all hell broke loose. It's like it was riveting from from you know all the way to the end. You know, uh, I just love how uh, you know James Cameron took this idea from the first film and just you know expanded further, make it into this action film. You know, make it military action film. You know, nicely reflected Reagan era at that time, but also, you know, with great production design, great special effects. I mean, yes, you know, like like Kyle talk about those those matte screen and and you know those those uh, background looks kind of fake or miniature and stuff. But that last scene with with Ripley in that in that cargo bay, yeah, 
you know, you saw you saw her there as she was trying mm -hmm. to escape. You you see that alien queen right be below her, and that's like that's real. You know, you you yeah. felt that's real, right? You felt like she is really in danger. If that's not miniature. That's that's a real you know that's a real creature. Whatever you have, really moving underneath her. So so like that you know that just takes you in that movie, and and I just love how you know it just builds up. You know, it keeps building up. You know, it takes on the uh, original idea of the first film where you know they got killed one by one, but yet here, while you know they're more you know while they're getting killed, you still have this family building. You, you have you have Hicks, you have Bishop, you have Newt and Ripley. That's like a family. They you know as the film progressed, it became like a nuclear family, and I love that. I love the idea, and also you know, and then the final shot, you know, uh, after they left the planet, you know, and then to see you know Bishop being torn apart by the Queen, you know, that all that stuff is like wow, you know. That was one of my greatest theatrical experience. So yeah, definitely this this man. film, you know, this film is ace, man. You I'm know, jealous. I really have, yeah, I, would, I know. I would have loved to have seen it in the theater, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have no, I really have no complaints. I mean, uh, I personally like the theatrical cut a little bit more than the director's cut or the extended oh, cut. Okay. Yeah, there's some stuff in the extended cut that I like. You know, I like the part where they show Ripley's no finding out about the daughters die, and I like, mm -hmm. I like how how Hicks find out her name is Eleanor, Ellen, you know. Those stuff are good. I would rather not see what happened at the planet before they went there. Mm. I thought that took oh, away the mystery. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, I like oh. the gun part, too. The gun part was good, but then, yeah, I mean, I guess because you saw the theatrical cut first, so that always gave me that little slight preference. It's not that I hated the extended cut, just that I thought there's certain scenes there they that we, we don't need. You know, we don't need. Other right. than that, really no complaint about our film. I think this is one of the greatest sci-fi action films ever made. I I agree. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on one second. I saw him. Saw him. Kung Fu Genius. Uh, Kung <laughs> Fu Genius is here, hanging out. Hey. He's excited for tonight's episode. Alex, you're supposed to be on the panel. You're supposed to be here, my friend. Uh, they got they got martial arts in these movies. Come on, Alex. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh, one more one more thing I want to point out. You sure. know, like we talk about. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just want to point out one thing. You know, you talk about stereotypical characters. You have all these characters. Like, like you know they're gonna die or what have you, but still you care about them, right? You mm -hmm. know they. Uh, uh, one the the good thing about James Cameron, he didn't make them cardboard characters. Yeah, they might be stereotype characters, yet they feel real. They felt real. They felt like you know realistic, and that they're not put in there just to be killed by the alien. You still kind of care for them, you know. So I I still again within all these action, all this chaos, he still were able to. Basically, make you care about almost every single character except Gorman. He's always an asshole, Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> Copy that. But actually, he kind of redeemed his character a little bit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. End, in a way. You know, I love how that scene. You know, you can tell that that line when Vasquez said, "You're always an asshole, Gorman." That was put in post production. You can just tell. I just. I just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric. Okay. Um. Yeah, this one, I watched both of these, Alien and Aliens, on television. <clears throat> I was a little too young. And uh, if I were to make a top ten movies of all time, any genre, the first Alien would be on it for me. So this one is kind of hard to follow up in that regard. But I think they did a good job of making a movie that's different enough to stand on its own instead of just duplicating what they did in the first film. There are some similarities when you look at them, but... Definitely the upping of the action was the right choice to go with this. There's uh, Obviously, there's there's kind of a little contrivance at the beginning to kind of get things going when Ripley's found and then, you know, they, they wake her up 
and they've been settling on this planet for like 20 years but the aliens kind of wait or they they don't discover the aliens until like maybe a few months after ripley wakes up which yeah whatever i can i could deal with that contrivance to get things rolling but it's there (laughs) i think i like some of the character building too they do a pretty good job of giving her enough motivation to actually want to go back, which mm. I could imagine had to have been tough in the writing room. Like, how do you make her like want to go back to, to fight these things? And, you know, you see her at the beginning, she's having a lot of nightmares. She's struggling with it. And then she's dealing with this implication of, you know, these settlers on this planet who are also in danger. They don't know if, if how many of them are dead or if anybody's alive. And I remember, you know, when she has that call um, with, Who's this name? Burke. Yeah, Burke. yeah, with Burke, and she's she's like, listen, man, it's like we're going there to destroy him, right? And it's like I'm in, baby, because she's got. Yeah. At that point, it felt like she had to go, and I think they did a good job with that. Um, the action, the action is a little bit. If you look at the gunfighting, it's kind of just a point and shoot type of uh, type of thing. But the way they set each scene up is a little bit different. You know, sometimes you'll have. I like the scene where they actually set up the automatic guns and it was just like all out firepower. Yeah, you get this scene cool. where they, yeah. they, they have the sensors and the sensors are going in seven meters, five meters, four meters. Yeah. It's like, they're not in the room. Where are they? And they're on the, you know, they're in the above the ceiling. So they do a good job of mixing it up. And yeah, like, like you guys have said, there, some of these characters, like in any, in most other films, I wouldn't like them. Well, number one, it's it's Bill Paxton, so I'm going to like him in almost anything anyway. But even with him, like he's <laughs> he should be obnoxious and unlikable, but he's not. And the thing is, when he goes down, he goes down fighting, and I like yeah. that. They had yeah. him go down fighting. You know what I mean? So that added a lot to it. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, I think it's a pretty pretty fantastic follow up, and uh, yeah, I very much enjoy it. I do prefer the I actually the extended cut for some reason in this one but uh yeah it's very solid film nice frankie oh okay my turn well i was super late onto this party as well because i just somehow missed it i was born in 84 and so i so i saw it on vhs the box cover and i used to see like ripley there with the gun and i guess i was a sexist little bastard because i was like i don't believe that fuck that (laughs) so like i waited like a while until like kenner like did those like toys for aliens and they acted like it was like a cartoon cool shoot them up and i'm like i gotta check this shit out then it was fucking amazing and i was so fucking wrong i was a sexist little pig god damn it (laughs) anyway uh so i mean uh like the movie is just james cameron did an impossible task by making a fucking sequel to a great great horror film sci-fi horror and he made a sci-fi horror action film like what the fuck and and he brought in great actors characters you know vasquez Jeanette goldstein who's like who who's you know who's the stepmom in terminator 2 like what the fuck how does you play that and play vasquez that's range man (laughs) (laughs) but um i don't know and then james cameron like he's great with tech every movie he always adds new tech i guess he just loves that for every movie he does there's always a cool gun a cool machine cool car he's just look at that boom he put a flamethrower a flamethrower on a gun what the fuck (laughs) 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 like that's insane like that's crazy or the the the, what was it the shotgun shells were also grenades too you just take a little cap off what the fuck how did you think of that? You're a fucking genius. Jesus. Okay. Um, but I mean, I think my only my only gripe would be just the the fact like it, it's like kind of like the Jaws 2 issue 
with Brody, like he's like, you guys, there's a shark out here. It's like Ripley has the same issue. Like, why are you going back there? And it's like, all right. So she's kind of half-assed until we really need her. She comes in. And, and that's my mm. little issue. But how the fuck do you get her? That's an impossible task. And they fucking did it. So there you go. Nice. <laughs> nice. You okay? You need some tissue. I'm good. I'm good. All right. <laughs> All right, Louis. All right. Oh wait, so we're so we're doing positives and negatives, or only positive yeah. right now? No, oh, positive oh. negatives. Oh, Holy cow, dude! Uh, so if so, uh, pri- Private Vasquez was the stepmom. What the yeah. hell? Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Jeez. Acting. Um, Acting. Damn. And then there's that line about uh, being an illegal alien. What year is this, man? And who would want to migrate anywhere on Earth at all? <laughs> and, then, and then what's his name? What's his name is John Connor's father. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so that's the thing. What I really like because I, I, I came in even though I was born in, <laughs> um, I came into this series kind of late. So, so the thing is. I appreciate so much that I got a glimpse of what I think the Terminator future war would have looked like. Cause it does look like that. Mm. Of course, uh, no one's mentioned Stan Winston. And I believe he had a lot to do with this right here. And Stan Winston, man, like he, I, I had a chance to meet him. His stuff is great. And I think a lot of the reason we could watch this movie so many years later and say it could compete with the new stuff is because of Stan Winston himself. And uh, giving, giving, you know, props to James Cameron. Too, be- too bad uh, Titanic, he won an award and never made good movies after that. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, the, mov- the movie w- was great. Uh, it, the future war of Terminator, the-, the character development, a lot of characters in there. Now, when they make movies, when they have more than like five people in it, no one gets proper character development. And here they did. And I, lo- I do love someone brought up the scene with uh, Private Vasquez. Uh, when when she died, when she blew up, it was kind of like even though she's always uh, you know arguing with the other lieutenant, uh, that little line they said, "You're you're an effing asshole" or something like that, and then they blew each other up. It's kind of a, at the end, you know, they were part of the team, the same unit, and uh, they worked uh, together. I love the way the movie took its time in the beginning to actually build up till we start yep. seeing the attack from the aliens. Yep, uh, uh, that was dope. Um, a kind of. Ruined a little bit of uh, Terminator 2 for me, but I still love Terminator because I see that Ripley and Sarah Connor are very similar. And since this came out before Terminator 2, you got the, you got the same boyfriend, you know, uh, Michael Bean. You got the same uh, nightmare sequences and you got a, a tough female lead, of course. And I think, uh, uh, Samurai, you brought up that they can't do it now. It's uh, They can do it now. It's just that they point at it too it's, much. They it's rare, always yeah. like, hey, we have a female lead in our movie. Yeah. Back then, they just did it. And that's yep. when people were like, all right, all horror movies have tough female leads and, and stuff. So I, I love what Cameron... Uh, did with it. Uh, it's an improvement of the first film. Uh, there you go. That's a great scene. Great yeah, job. and and uh, the 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 momentum of the film, like the flow of the film, was perfect until Newt. She kind of derailed <laughs> it a little bit. Oh, okay. uh, she kind of like okay, like she went on a little bit of an, another adventure and, and yeah. stuff like that. If I would say that's uh, one of my complaints, and I do love the matte painting. Uh, I don't know why. I just feel that like it's mysterious and mystical mm. when I see those paintings in the background of the old old movies. The cinematography is is amazing. The way the film, uh, the way film is used there, the 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 screen, the scope, 
the blues in the you know there's a lot of blues there maybe foreshadowing Avatar I don't know like Samurai <laughs> but but if you look at the the way the movie shot there's a lot a lot of blues but also I'm going all over the place sorry it is a little bit it's the same formula as Terminator one and two it's the same movie with more money in a bit even to the point where like there's an alien at the end of the ship that clings on to the one that escapes but that's a good thing it's good you even get you even get Ripley in her underwear again, you know, from the first movie and the second movie does the same thing. But that's fine. Uh, I, I dug it. Action movie, uh, like Frankie said, those guns are amazing. But who made them? Was, was it? Was it? Uh, Stan, you know, make great video games. Was it Stan's idea or was it um, uh, James Cameron's? You know, we'll yeah, wait yeah. and see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm All good. Right. With- awesome, uh, Rick. Oh no, I'm. You have to save me for last. You are last. Yeah, you're you're next. I thought Kyle. Kyle, Okay, I thought Kyle. Okay, and Tony. Uh, I started. Yeah, everybody. 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 (laughs) Hey, hey, Rick. I'm down here. Who's this? Who's this? Oh Oh my God, George Lucas. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this? Who is this? By the way, Tony, I saw the trailer for the new Van Damme today. It looks really good. It does look really good. Yeah, we, we did a trailer reaction to that. Yeah. Oh, I almost forgot to mention, guys, if you watched Army of the Dead, totally yeah. ripped off this movie. Oh, no. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, you know, there was a little hint there. Uh, I, uh, when I was uh, with Starlog and I was reporting on Superman uh, from Pinewood Studios, what's amazing is when you go onto a studio, they don't have time to police you. So I was just wandering the entire Pinewood Studios, and I step into the set, and it's, I didn't know what it was. It was a gigantic set filled with eggs, gigantic, scaly eggs, one or two of them with their open, and they had this thing in the back that had like two vaginas open (laughs) in the back, and I didn't know what that was. And you never I, seen a vagina before? <laughs> How old were you? I'm not an alien. Oh, not oh okay. I thought you. Oh. You said there was that alien vaginas, <laughs> and also the eggs in there. And as the I was walking out, the guard, I said, "What is this?" And he goes, "Oh, it's a movie called Alien." I said, "Awesome!" So I got to cover that for Starlog as well. I got to go to the New York premiere. And even in that, and also I got to write the magazine. There was an official movie tie-in, Warren Magazine, who did Famous Monsters. We did that. I was also the head writer on this, so I got to hold the alien. That When I was holding the alien head, which was the original head used in the movie, created by H.R. Giger, they put that front piece over the skull, but it's an actual human skull because, of course, the alien uh, has a takes its human host and develops from that. Oh. And so it was an actual human skull that they used to create this thing and then they strapped it on to the actor and all the rest of it. So I was heavily invested with Alien. And I also was well aware, because unlike the rest of you, I'm much older, so I had been watching these things in order and seeing them in the cinemas in order and watching the progression of both science fiction and horror movies. Uh, I knew that the original Alien was derivative. It was basically, uh, it was an amalgamation of several previous science fiction horror movies that 
that Ridley Scott developed and and did his own style with and brought his own style to it and also had more graphic material like the chest burster that has ever been done in a movie prior to that. So I was very interested in what they would do with Alien 2 or Aliens as it became known. And I was delighted because I, I'm not a huge fan of murder movies or slasher films or horror films where the filmmaker uses an excuse, basically says all bets are off, and it makes and the movie doesn't make any sense anymore. Nothing makes sense. Most of these slasher movies, they don't make sense. This is why I did my trilogy of horror novels, correcting what I saw as the mistakes in Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, and The Omen, because again, they just play fast and loose. But Aliens, I loved war movies. I grew up loving war movies. And so Aliens was, to me, a war movie and a beautiful, exciting, wonderful war movie with a strong female lead because in my science fiction novels, Doomstar and Return to Doomstar, I always had, which I started in 1979, I also had very strong female leads because I didn't understand why they didn't have more of them because I grew up with the original Avengers, John Steed and Emma Peel, uh, Patrick McNee, and uh, Diana Rigg, and I love those characters because also I had terrible mothers. I had three mentally ill mothers and stepmothers, so I loved a strong female lead in movies. And that is the solution. By the way, let me clarify something about James Remar, which was okay. okay. Originally, his initial claims that he left the movie because he had urgent matters at home, in quotes. Oh. And but later on, he admitted the truth, which was, quote, I had a terrible drug problem, but I got through it. I had a great career in personal life and messed it up with a terrible drug habit. I was initially cast as Corporal Hicks and I was fired after a couple of weeks of filming because I got busted for possession of drugs. And Michael Bean replaced me. That's what happened to James. Okay. All right. And they, they took care of that. So I loved this movie, Aliens. I, it was more, even though it was a war movie, it wasn't a derivative war movie the way the original Alien was a derivative science fiction horror film. Mm -hmm. Aliens was more original than original film. Now, you both mentioned, everybody mentioned Ripley and Sarah Connor. Have you noticed what they've been doing to them lately? In fact, what they did to Ripley immediately following this. Because I had done this magazine, I had talked to the screenwriters, I had talked to the producers, I had talked to the actors, I had talked to H.R. <laughs> Giger, and that was quite delightful. I'm in his hotel room in New York, and his French wife is walking behind us, changing her shirt, and she didn't wear a bra. And so I'm trying to concentrate on talking to, <laughs> to Giger, and it's like, okay. And of course, I try to move so I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't see her. But then she looks in the mirror because we were in this really nice hotel, so they had all these big mirrors everywhere. So every time I looked over Giger's head, it was his French wife. But all right, that's the. So I got to talk to everybody. I made a quite a nice network because everybody who works on British films, they work on all British films. Mm. So, you know, meeting the guys from Alien, meeting the guys from uh, James Bond, 
then I met all the guys from Star Wars. You know, I was very good friends with John Barry, not the composer, but the production designer of the original Star Wars. And so they gave me all the dope on what was going on. And on the Alien, most of the crew were Americans, and they were telling me what was going on. Now, has anybody ever wondered what the F happened with Alien 3? According to the background people, I know exactly what happened with Alien 3. Alien 3 came out shortly after Thelma and Louise. And I've been telling this for years because people have told me this back then, and I've worked with a lot of Hollywood people, so I know how the bad producers behaved. And I was telling people, you know, Walter Hill and David Geiler, I think, were the two two of the producers of the original Alien and Aliens, they thought they had it made because Aliens is one of the few sequels that made more money than the original movie. So they thought they were going to walk into the offices of 20th Century Fox and say, open the safe. We're taking all the money. We're going to make... They had two plots for Alien 3 that they presented to 20th Century Fox. The aliens come to Earth or Ripley goes to the alien planet. And 20th Century Fox leaned back, crossed their arms, put their feet up on their, on their desk and said, we think we're going to make it an independent, uh, uh, cheap movie about the five steps of accepting death. And according to my information from one of the people I earlier mentioned, but I'm not going to actually specifically label him, you could hear the screams of the producers across the city. They could not believe, and 20th Century Fox had the right to do that because of the deal. So for years, they wanted to know, the screenwriters wanted to know, the producers wanted to know why 20th Century Fox did that to them. And they did that according to their theory. And now recently, someone backed this up. Thelma and Louise came out. Thelma and Louise was being touted as the first action successful action movie featuring strong female leads. The people who like having power over people, the 80% of the backstabbers in Hollywood, wanted to make sure that they were able to say into the future that, you see, women just can't open action movies. They needed to say what they said to Jackie Chan in front of me. Jackie Chan and I are in an elevator at the New York Film Festival talking to a producer from Warner Brothers. And they, this guy says to Jackie to his face, America will never accept a Chinese action star. And his producer, Jackie's producer, David, said, what about Bruce Lee? Without missing a beat, the Warner Brothers guy goes, oh, he was the exception. Hollywood producers love doing that crap, love doing it. And so they wanted to be able to say that Thelma and Louise was the exception. <clears throat> so they sabotaged a couple of movies, but they knew those movies, B.I. Warshawski and A Stranger Among Us, those were two strong female leads. They were both sabotaged, backstabbed, second-guessed, lied to. But the jewel in their crown. They had to destroy a sure thing. And Alien 3 was the sure thing. 
and they destroyed us. Yep. People may love it now. They may think right. it's great. But at the time, it was a huge disaster. And it changed. The, the director, he said, take my name off of it, right? Yeah, he yeah. doesn't acknowledge it. And he attributed his wanting to take the name off, not because of what, what he wanted to do, but what the producers, what the studio, not the producers, the executives did to the movie behind his back. Wow. So that explains. Right. Now, you can believe it or not. I've always believed. <clears throat> and that's the tragedy and that's why you know that's why basically it's like we can't have nice things <laughs> yeah. Yeah. copy that instead copy of the that. producer now is there anything else I need to say no that was pretty much it and that's, that's why so we're... you like Terminator 2 more is that what you're trying to say <laughs> <laughs> In but again look what they've done to Sarah Connor since Terminator 2 Look what they've been, I mean, especially in the latest one, the supposedly the reboot that they were trying to Halloween it. For the second time. The characters are nothing. I mean, how how many times do you have to face a Terminator before you know guns won't work? (laughs) (laughs) I think the the problem with the Terminator franchise is that they keep chasing the ghost of Terminator 2 Judgment Day instead of, like, doing something different. They need, they need, they it's like a every single movie, with the exception of the one, um, the one that what's Salvation. it called? Uh, Christian Bale was in, yeah. Salvation um, tries something different. All of them are like the one-liners are just winking yeah. to the camera, like, uh, man, you know you, what? What yeah. can I say? You know? And you can say the same thing about the Alien franchise too. Yeah. Well, Cash Cows. Well, the Alien yeah. franchise Prometheus fascinating in that they're so anti-human, they're so hateful now. So, I mean, that last one, I was astonished how hateful it was. Yeah. So let's move on to Terminator well, the, 2. The good news is, the good news is, with all these bad sequels and prequels and reboots and remakes, they will never ruin the classics, mm-hmm. which we are nope. talking about today. Yes. So fuck, fuck all these other bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> these two classes will never be damaged. All right, Terminator 2, 1991. The movie, My right. Best Friends... Oh, go ahead. He's going to change. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no screen shirt, and I'm going to move into my uh, robot shirt. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> we get a fashion show every week. Uh, Lewis. <laughs> Lewis is like, what is happening right no, now? No, 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 man. Hey, look, you know what? I love this old school um, insight. I, yeah. I think it's missing because uh, I'm, you know, I'm a little older as well and, and stuff, yeah. but um, there was a time where people – were really really knowledgeable about the way mu- uh, movies were made, like everything, you know. And now I think it's a lost, lost appreciation. Like yeah. I mentioned, Stan Winston. There's more to it, right? I mean, if I mentioned Stan Winston to a uh, n- newer generation of podcaster, movie pundits, uh, yeah. they'll be like, "Who? Stan Lee? What? Um, Stan Lee? You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Uh, James Horner. James Horner too. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, uh, people that are. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit I'm older, but I'm terrible at names, so I'm still learning a lot. Like I, I yeah. watched movies, but I never really studied them or anything. And it's I'm just good, I'm learning as I go along. Yeah, we all. Yeah. Me too, my it's friend. Fun. Me too. All I know is like, oh, that was Stan Winston. Well, I like what he did. That's what I I look yeah. at it. You know, uh-huh. like I couldn't tell you what he looked like in a crowd. <laughs> I'm bad. Well, with if you notice, too. like Avatar tries to imitate Stan Winston's style, but it just doesn't work. Like with the wrote, military or whatever. I wrote the books. <laughs> yeah. Buy the books. That's for all the younglings. Buy the books. You will learn. Yeah, cool. All right. 
Yeah, now on to because we only, we only got Lewis for an hour. So oh, on oh. to on to uh, Terminator Two Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> The movie, <laughs> Everything the movie my best friends tortured me with. They tortured with me with that movie because they got to go out and go see it, and I couldn't go see it, and they rubbed it in my face, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, Sega Genesis is better than uh, Super Nintendo, so take that. You know, that was the argument back then. So, yeah, they tortured me, but... This, I didn't get a chance to watch, uh, you know, until, again, VHS, to watch it uncut. But mm -hmm. I did watch it a lot on the telly and uh, loved it. Even, I, I didn't know what was edited and what <laughs> was taken out. I was just like, woo, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. And I watched the original one, uh, the first one on TV a lot as well. That was the only way we could watch movies back then. Uh, but then when I got older, I was like, yeah, it's time to go crazy. I went to the video store and uh, rented a whole bunch of shit, and Terminator 2 was there, and it, it blew my mind seeing it uncut, and it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal, and I rewatched it um, earlier today. No, yesterday. Yesterday I rewatched it, and could someone tell me, please, please, did Linda Hamilton get nominated for anything? Nope. This is sad. If you rewatch this movie right now, her performance, seriously, it's not just I got muscles, I'm doing pull-ups. Her acting performance in this movie is like, give her the Oscar. Seriously. Meryl Streep's got enough. All right? Meryl Streep's got five billion Oscars. Let's share the love here. Her performance, people forget. They forget, especially when they don't watch a movie in a long time. They forget how good her acting was. Especially well, what when... movie studio owns Terminator? Uh, During that time, time, is it canon? It was Karelko. 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 Yeah. Karelko. Okay. Who owns Who owns Alien? Oh, that's Fox. 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 Who well, has more hookups? Disney. Who Who has more hookups in Hollywood? You think? Disney. No, 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 no. We're not talking about modern day. We're talking about eighties. So, do you think people at the Academy have you ever seen them? Uh, yeah. Do you think they watch sci-fi? No. No. They they wouldn't even acknowledge the incredible, yeah. unprecedented achievement of Marvel. They wouldn't nope. even mention. And 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 guess what? They um they they accidentally gave best picture to Titanic, which is a fantasy film because it's fake, right? Uh, they just <laughs> you know they it is what it is. Uh, Chicago over the two towers? Get out of here, dude! Remember that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I stopped after that. What do you yeah. mean fake? What do you mean fake, Titanic? Well, Titanic's based on a true story, but yeah. it's a fantasy. It's a love story fantasy, a, isn't it? Because the characters aren't mm -hmm. real. Yeah. They're just, we need a well, love story. They're based on, you know, well, kind of like kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on true events, you know? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, Louis, I would recommend you uh, see the other movies about Titanic, The Longest Night and, uh, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's a part two. There's true. <laughs> the true story of the Titanic is far greater right. than, than yeah. the movie. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a lot of it's the hookup too with the academy. I feel like a lot of people I've met that are part of the academy. There's right. many that are cool people, but most of them, especially the old guard, they're not watching Aliens or no. Terminator well, and stuff true. like that. They're getting the kickbacks, man. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're getting the payola, bro. No, that's a good point. You know? <laughs> but her, her performance, 
was so good, especially that interview sequence, and especially mm-hmm. with she, in her own way, became the, the, the Terminator later yeah. in the film. That was yeah. a big deal with that film back then. They said the new Terminator is so menacing that we had to turn Sarah Connor into a Terminator to back Arnold. That was, yeah. I remember that specifically said but, during an interview. Yeah, but watch her her performance where her holding back and wanting to kill yeah. Bison. Yeah, that, that was is about, yeah. phenomenal. She yeah. should have got something. I just wanted to ask see if you guys knew. Didn't uh, she but also yeah, go it, through it, training for the guns and everything too? Yeah. 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 Like she's she's just like amazing in this. But yeah, what rewatching it again, it's a classic. Um you know, special effects, some of them still hold up really good for especially for nineteen ninety one CGI. Yeah. Some of it's mm-hmm. a little wonky, but majority of it is still good. Still pretty good, man. Like this shot right here. This yeah, still works. Yeah. Yeah. Still works. Nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Jesus, but yeah, it's, so it's it, it was his like it was his uh, what rehearsal for the abyss, so to speak, too. Right, you know, yeah, uh, the water interview. Oh, the other way around. Oh, the other way around. Yeah. I think the yeah. abyss uh, came I, first, right? The other if way anyone's around, wondering, right? I did enjoy the abyss, uh, the, the abyss more than Avatar. All right, <laughs> the abyss is with James James Cameron. The idea for the liquid that it's time for yeah. the liquid yeah. matter right. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah, all right, but I don't want to keep everybody, but we'll, we'll move on. I love this movie. Can't really well. Mm, yeah, let let negative. Me, has to go in an hour. Let him go first. Okay, yeah. we'll do that. Yeah. So I'm almost done. done. I'm almost done. My negative. Oh, oh, okay. By the way, Louis, hold on. I mean, um, go ahead. Linda Hamilton won the MTV Movie Award for Best Female Performance. There it is. Okay. MTV. Movie. That's, that's, all MTV you know. that's my MTV only. Yeah. Even they got Fuck it. Right. the Oscars. That's all. That's all that matters right <laughs> uh-huh. now. Got got hey, yeah. right? Yeah. right? Popcorn, popcorn award. Award from the MTV. All right, so my one little nitpick, nitpick, is easy money. Okay. <laughs> now, 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 now. He, he didn't say it like that. To be fair. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm saying it this way, that's all you're gonna hear now. So anyway. <laughs> anyway. Come anyway. on, buddy. Just, just like, just like uh, Edward Furlan and Newt, they time both out, were out. not act. They both were not actors. They were just, they were picked out because of James Cameron liked their look. Both of them are green. Both of them are not actors. Another similar, <laughs> another similarity to both these movies for versus tonight. Uh, I like Edward Furlan in this movie. He does have his moments where his acting is is fine. I like. His relationship with Arnold, that is what saves it. That's what works. His relationship with his mother, that's what works. His acting is fine. But there's, but there's a lot of moments in the movie where you could tell he's struggling to find an emotion. And I remember that with all my best friends that tortured me, oh, man, this movie was amazing. Oh, you couldn't see it. Oh. All of them agreed. We hated the fucking kid, though, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the fucking kid was annoying. Right? So, like I said, it's a minor nitpick. Does it ruin this perfect movie? No. But I still got to shout it out. AZ Money. All right. Willis, go ahead. You're killing me, Samurai. Now you're reminding me of that time that I was a big uh, Return of the Jedi fan. And so I started hanging around with Star Wars fans and they pointed out the Ewoks. You know, I was <laughs> And then they pointed out the damn Ewoks. Look, I'm going to defend Edward, Edward Furlong here. Go ahead. Uh, I think. There was a uh, the the senior talking about I don't know man I, I it works for me uh, I love the part where he's like 
telling uh, Arnold to do stuff to save his mom, and that was his voice yeah. uh, hits another pitch. Like that's that's a kid. He move. He helped move the story forward. And there's yeah. one scene in particular that people don't talk about that I really like. That told me this is the future uh, resistance leader is when he's playing the video game, and you see his mannerisms were just exactly like the guy who played John Connor in that film, who I thought didn't do much, but he looked fucking cool with the scar coming down his, his face and everything. So I thought he, w- he was great. I love uh, Terminator 2. It's the first time I, uh, uh, in a long, well, I remember sitting down to watch that movie. My expectations were through the moon and it hit Venus. It exceeded oh, nice. my expectations. Nice. Even with the usher, told me because he was cleaning up i go have you seen the movie because i saw it like on midnight or whatever and he goes yeah they showed it for the crew yesterday and my expectations were huge i go did you like it he goes oh my god it's amazing so my expectations were like beyond uh fair and it blew it away and so that that kind of uh tells you what i thought about uh terminator and if you look at like when you compare it to aliens though uh, as far as the VFX is concerned, is when we started getting into the CGI era is with Terminator 2. And uh, the CGI is what's not, uh, you know, aging as well as the rest of the film. And if you look at the way the alien looked in, in uh, Aliens, I think it looked better than the, the T-1000, right? So, I mean, if you had to compare Whoa. VFX yeah. uh, uh, stuff, it ages better, right? So, right. look, man. This movie's awesome. Uh, what is it? Robert Patrick, the, the T-1000. Holy cow. Uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was a menace in part one. How do you top it? He, uh, ro- uh, you know, Robert comes in and it says, hold my beer. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> that guy. I mean, how do you top Arnold? You don't top him. He became his. He didn't overshadow Arnold to like, we don't care about him. He just was so great. He made his own thing, dude. And yeah. and that whole thing about that the muscles Arnold has doesn't matter. It's just a scrawny freaking like thing that just moves in a weird way. The way, the way Robert Patrick moves is just incredible. Your movie is only as good as a villain. That's a fantastic villain. I could go on and on and on. The music in Terminator, I don't feel nothing in Alien has anything to, uh, near it. The music, as part one's music, I actually like more in Terminator 1. I like mm. more than 2. But, but in that beginning, the survivors, they only stayed to live a new nightmare. The, the war against the machines. And that fucking the footsteps on the skull. Holy shit, dude. The narration in the beginning beat that. That intro blows away anything, bro. Mm-hmm. That intro is amazing. You know, that intro is just like, wow. So Terminator, what didn't I like about it? Uh, I loved everything about it. except maybe that it's kind of a repeat of part one. Yeah. Even yeah. with the dialogue, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. it's just like almost like alien one and, and aliens is I kind disagree. Of I disagree with you on that one. Aliens yeah. is a totally different experience from Alien One. That's like a totally different movie. Yeah. Terminator Two is kind of the same thing. But yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love. I love. Uh, uh, but then again, this is not really Terminator Two's fault. It was so good that we could never have a good Terminator anymore because know, everyone right? wants everyone <laughs> wants to imitate Part Two. Just yeah. bring it back to horror. You know, like just throw the budget away. Uh, yeah. The only way a new Terminator movie would work for me is if they call it something else, they advertise it as a different movie, and they trick the audience into sitting sitting down, like they kind of did with uh, Blair Witch, the new one, which I actually liked it. 
uh, with the press. They they called it the woods, and then when people sat down in the middle of the movie, they reveal it's it's Blair Witch. Um, I don't know if you guys know about that story, but yeah. what you have to do is you have to trick the people into putting their ass on the seat. They're not going to accept another Terminator movie. The franchise no. is dead, and you could blame T2 for it because <laughs> it was so freaking good, and Arnold continues to try to be the T2 Terminator. <laughs> And, and and if that's the only drawback I, I, I could get, and, and then James Cameron acting like he doesn't, it's a, it's a bastard child or something, he doesn't want anything to do with this. And it's this fucking one of his best work. I don't understand I these people. Damn it. I give up. <laughs> so you're, pick, you're picking aliens. Okay, got it. No, no, no. Uh, no. I'm kidding. And, and let me say, let me say, do I pick now? I'll pick oh, right now. Well, if you, yeah, because yeah, you got to go. I know you have to go. Yeah, go ahead and vote now before you go. I'm going to vote, and it's obviously Terminator 2, but by no means does it mean that uh, Aliens is not excellent. It's right. like I pick Batman Begins over The Dark Knight. Both right. I love. Yeah. Right? There you go. Yeah. But, but it doesn't diminish it. It's just different. Um, but yeah, Terminator 2, uh, 91. Uh, I'm literally years old. Uh, it came at the, at the right time. Uh, it's great. They release. Uh, I I feel like the 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 director's cut is cool. You know, yeah. James Cameron does do a good director's cut. Unlike Lucas, he adds crap in there, like Jabba's <laughs> scene or whatever. Um, there's not much more I could say. I mean, uh, Ter Terminator Two, one of the all time greats, and it's oh, why yeah. we're I've made a lot of friends through it. And here we're here together, and it's great. So my votes for um, uh, Bambi. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Bambi versus Godzilla. Let me clarify for you. Cameron yeah. is involved with Terminator because he doesn't own it. He wants to control his own work. And but he sold it for a dollar, right? No, he didn't. He was brought in as a hired hand. He, he, didn't, yeah. he didn't create Terminator. He doesn't own oh, it at okay. all. He has no control over it. That's why he doesn't want to deal with it. And I don't blame him. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, I wish he was more into this than those blue guys, the blue, yeah. the, blue <laughs> the, the blue Smurfs. But the blue man group. So does he. So does he. He's he's really, really? kind of broken what they did to it. Oh, but there's wow. nothing he can do about it because he doesn't own it. So he's going to control his work utterly and take his time. Mm -hmm. But I just want before I leave, I just want to say that uh, Samurai Man, you're totally wrong about <laughs> John Connor. Can't <laughs> say my name. <laughs> John Connor, we moved the story forward. Newt derailed yeah. it. If you watch Aliens Two, the uh -huh. movie's going one direction. The little girl uh -huh. shows up, and then it takes it takes a cur. It goes another direction. <laughs> like oh, she even, even Rip uh, uh, Ridley. Okay. She she like she's she's the little girl. They're going one way, right down the hall. Little girl shows up. Oh no, we have to go after a little girl. It's like no, you're fucking up the show. You're fucking up the movie. Up like, the show. Oh, better go her own way. I said I was fine with John. I said he He'd works with the characters. He had already lost one daughter. He did, she didn't want to lose the other. One. There you yeah, go. Yeah, but that was a deleted yeah. scene. No, that Easy was a deleted money. scene. Yeah, but Ripley didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, but then there's the underwear in Aliens. Hmm. This guy. Oh, <laughs> Hey, brother, I, I know you got to go. It was always an honor to have you here on the channel. Chat, make sure you go subscribe. Head over to Nerd Report, son. Subscribe. Thanks, it is fantastic over there. And Lots everyone here, everyone here is always super welcoming. And everyone on this panel, feel free. Do not hesitate. Reach out to Nerd Report. If you guys want to speak your mind about anything, you, Samurai, anyone, 
and, and stuff. Uh, uh, all opinions are welcome um, and stuff like that, as long as I'm you're ready, respectful. I'm ready to come back on, man. I just yeah, been so man, busy. we're gonna do it. Last time we were on was the nightmare stream. Yeah, yeah. I'll hit you up though. Then. Thank you so much for all right, buddy. Man. Guys, see ya. All right, man. See thank ya. you. Hi, Lewis. Hi, Lewis. Terminator. <laughs> Easy money. All right. Never leave. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll do it like this. Tony, hey, don't you love it, Tony? You're not last uh, like usual. I know. You can go next, um, my friend. Terminator 2. Well, the Terminator 2, uh, I, I, I'm I, pretty sure I saw in a theater because when she says the war against the machines and the foot comes down, I remember jumping really yep. like that to that and it was it was so loud so i'm pretty sure i saw it in a theater but i know it was one of the first previously viewed vhs tapes we ever bought and of course to watch the shit out of that one uh why i i re-watching it uh the other day i was putting in the 4k version of it and i heard bad things about that version i don't really see anything except for maybe the gun sounds in the very beginning when they're showing the war but um I still think it looks great. Uh, like the movie, it still holds up for me. I love when he first shows Arnold first shows up and takes the guy's boots, even though and his outfit. It's kind of like a a jokey, not jokey, but it's kind of a f- more funnier scene with the bad to the bone song playing in that. But like, it's like so good. Like Arnold was so great in that. And then like when if anybody ever saw like the trailer for when he was gonna be in uh, one of the video games recently, they. Oh no, it wasn't him. It was um one of the wrestlers redid that scene for one of the WrestleMate uh WK twenty. Oh, right? No, not Triple H. Uh he's not there anymore. But anyway, uh he redid that scene. Well maybe who the fuck was it? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, he was a wrestler and he redid the scene. And maybe it was Arnold, but <laughs> anyway. Um yeah, I Again, with uh, like Samurai said with Sarah Connor, I remember thinking that while I was watching this, like, man, she is really good in this. Like, uh, she's a badass. Like, knowing that she prepared, like, by actually, you know, learning how to use those guns and, and, um, you know, all that, that stuff that's like just like so powerful. And the, the beginning credits that do, 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 like, literally when he was talking about that, I got chills thinking about it. Cause, like, to me, that's like, oh, here we go. Terminator 2. And these chase scenes in this are fantastic. I love it. Like he, John Connor, thinks he's uh, out of out of the clear, and he's like, and he looks up, and then, nope, here comes a fucking truck right over the top, and he's like, you know, and it's just so cool. I just like I I I love everything about the movie. I think a lot of it really holds up today. I love. Isn't there like a? See, I'm trying to think from memory. Didn't Robert Patrick? learn to run like that so he would look more robotic so that it wouldn't be like an actual person running it was like stiff and everything i think he learned that like and something like that that like robert patrick was great with that there's also robert patrick did a, a thing in one of the wayne's world movies where he walked up to wayne <laughs> <and he> goes, <laughs> you've seen this boy and last action hero don't forget oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, last action. yeah that was great um yeah, it was just uh it's just a fantastic movie. Um 
I honestly don't. I don't. I'm not a really big fan of the first Terminator. I, I like it, but I, I haven't seen that as way as many times as this one. Uh, if I was gonna say <laughs> it's stupid, but anything negative, I hate the way Dyson uh, is upset that he like. <laughs> I hate how he like he's gonna die. The death <laughs> oh my I, I god! It. Like, he's shot <laughs> his shoulder and he's I, like. I, <laughs> Just, just, I, I, I couldn't. I, to, to this day, I hate that part. Um, John Connor, I like. Like, um, I do like John Connor. I could see how it can be a little annoying the way he talks, but it's just because you know he's in, he's going through puberty. It, it, it happens. His balls haven't dropped yet. Yeah, his balls haven't dropped. It's, yeah, it's just <laughs> easy money. And and you have button easy money. You know, button. what's his real name? I can't remember his real name. Edward Furlong. No, not Edward Furlong. Oh, cool. The, the so his friend, the redhead. Oh, he's yeah. from Salute Your Shorts. You got him in it too. Amazing and mullet. I, and I remember back in the day because he's like, "Hey, I think I seen that kid you're looking for," and he pushes him out of the way. I can imagine because Butnick was a real jerk on the Salute Your Shorts. I can imagine a lot of people going, "Yes, he pushed Butnick into the wall." But uh, again, I remember that. I, I was thinking that too, where he's concentrating on the video game. And Lewis is gone now, so he can't. Like, but like, I remember thinking, like, wow, he's really drawn into that, and he's playing war games, so he's kind of made for this as well. Um, I don't know. It's just a great movie. I always liked it. A lot. The score is great. The action's great. Like I said, see the chase sequences. It's fantastic. Um, I that I don't really have really many negatives to say about it. All uh, right. Except for what I said with, the, with, the, with Dyson, the death breaths. The Dyson yeah, death just, breath. just, just, there you go, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, Frank. <laughs> and then, and then, oh, then don't forget when he dies. <laughs> Hold this. Oh yeah, Frank. Look at Frank go. Do it again. <laughs> I don't know how much longer I can. Hold this. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's how it'll that's be impressive. when I too, but like... That is impressive. Know. All right. Well, you, you got a segue to Frank now. Go ahead, Frank. Terminator. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, like I said, this is a wonderful family drama. Terminator 2. You know? Yeah, Terminator 2. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, again, family drama, you can tell, you know, this recurring theme in James Cameron movie about the importance of family and, you know, helping each other out and stuff. Uh, great chases, wonderful action. Um you know that that whole scene from the shopping mall to the you know, to the outside to that you know water alley with a truck. I mean that's just amazingly done. I saw this at a theater again. I saw this at the Galaxy Theater in San Francisco when it was first open. You know they opened in July and they said our first movie is going to be Terminator Two. So I went and see it, and I was shocked that ticket prices were eleven dollars because I was like, you know, that's a lot of money back then, right? This is thirty years ago. Amazingly enough, um, I never paid more than ten bucks for for tickets. So like. To get, you know, I got there finally. It's eleven bucks. I said, "Well, you know, I'm here, might as well." Right? So that was a great experience. Again, like 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 Tony said, when when that scowl, you know, when that, when that uh, you know Terminator step on that scowl, I was like, jumping out of my seat. You know, that was loud shit. But okay, going back to the movie, and I said, "Great action, great chases." Linda Hamilton, fantastic. I I like uh, Edward Furlong in this. I thought he's great. He just put, like in some ways playing himself. So you know, completely natural sometimes. So that that's good. You know. Uh, Arnold's great. Uh, Robert Patrick is great. Um, and then, and also like that whole scene in the office in you know, at Cyber uh, Cyberdyne because that was shot in Fremont, you know, near where I live. So, so 
So, and I recognize that building because you know you drive by sometimes you see that building. So, so when I saw that kick me popping up in the movie, oh, that's Fremont. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, that whole sequence, amazing sequence. And then I, I, you know, it still amazes me to this day when the helicopter went underneath that bridge. Yeah, I mean that is a fucking amazing stunt. You know, that that is just amazing stunt. Um, I like both cuts. I like the theatrical cut and also the director's cut. I, I think both serve the purposes very well. If I do have a nitpick, though, is that this film is just, to me, this film is really more like a big budget remake of the first film. It does, there's so many things in here that I already seen the first film that, that even though, yes, this is bigger, better, greater, yeah. it, once they get to that, that factory place, you know, well, well, you know, where, where you know, when, the, when the liquid nitrogen truck you know, went into that factory, yeah. I, I find myself losing interest because for whatever reason, the tension in that final scene couldn't top the tension I got from seeing Linda Hamilton being chased by the one single Terminator in that, in that whole, you know, machine place at the first Terminator. So, it's, so there's a been there, done that, you know, you know, the feeling to that scene that kind of took me out of the picture. I know what he had. Well, I know why James Cameron did what he did, you know, with the story from a narrative point of view. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, you know, right? No, I totally understand why it has it has to end that way because of you know this, right? Of course, yeah. But still, like I said, uh, I you know I, I've been wowed by it from, from the first film. It just to me, it was just a little anticlimactic. It's not a bad scene, you know. It's not a bad finale. It's right. just that it's like like I said, it's been there, done that. But other than that, I really have no. No complaints about this, you know, phenomenal action film. You know, it's very well done. Well, it's interesting you brought that up, Frank, because a lot of people consider the first Terminator movie actually scary in comparison yeah. to this one. Mm-hmm. Right. It was to me. It was more relentless. The first film was more relentless in in the way you know Arnold yeah. chasing after uh, mm-hmm. uh, Sarah Connor. Yeah. You know, like 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 I think like was it to- uh, Tony or or um or Luisa? It was a horror movie in in a way. It was. It was like a slasher. Almost like a slasher movie. He's going, you know, he's going after her. It's almost like Halloween, like like he said. So, right, yeah, and, right. and the fact that it was low budget, you know, just somehow there's this gritty appeal to it being low yeah. budget. You know, copy that. Okay, well said, Frankie. All right. Um, well, I mean, I I come from an Arnold household. Everyone loves Arnold Schwarzenegger here, so I always right. watched the first Terminator. And so when this came out, I was so fucking excited. Like, this is my Terminator now. Like, because I, I was a little kid. Yeah. So I remember Subway having like ads for it and promotional things. So I ate Subway for like weeks or months just to get a cup that had Arnold on it and shit. I was like so excited. Anyway, but yeah, for me, I was like, this is a polished version of the first one. And like, this is so fucking amazing. Action's great. I mean, and everything's so, yes, boom. That fucking shotgun. The shotgun, dude, another James Cameron thing. Like, what the Yes. I I always look up. Yeah, I look up like I want to buy that Winchester shotgun. So every time, every day, like I look it up, how how much is it? And I'm like, okay, I can't afford that. Yeah, but I mean, it's and it's so iconic from like Asa La Vista, you know, or even freaking Robert Patrick. He's a household name. He's like such a cool dude. Like you think he's the T1000, but still, he's Robert Patrick. And then even I don't know. uh, Yeah, so. I think the only I, I, my only negative was just the idea that the Terminator becomes like he's not going to kill anybody. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my mom brought me. I was the Terminator for Halloween. If you could see that. Oh, hold on. 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 
Oh, you see, it? see T2, awesome. you see the jacket? That's like I wear the gloves and everything. That's nice. a shotgun. I brought a shotgun to school. Nice. <laughs> I, I, didn't know, I didn't know you had uh, Annabelle uh, uh, hanging up. Oh, there yeah, there's right there. there. Annabelle, too. Yeah. <laughs> I killed Annabelle and I put it up there. there look boom. at that. Look Andre at you. That's awesome. No. I want awesome. your jacket, your pants, and your motorcycle. <laughs> awesome. So, so I think the only problem is that he just becomes like, you know, uh, John Connor says don't hurt anybody, and he doesn't, and he shoots up all those cops, and he doesn't <laughs> injure anybody. That's my holy issue. I mean, I know it's you shouldn't be killing anybody because John Connor is the savior of the human race. Why? I get that. But, I mean, he's the fucking why? Terminator. He's like Jaws, man. He, he should be fucking Why? Modern. Why? I don't know. A lot of kneecaps why? got fucked up, though. Why? Why? Yeah, a lot of guys are going to have crutches for a while. So. He'll live. He'll live. All right, Kyle. <laughs> so, let's see. First off, I want to say I agree with Sega being better than Nintendo. <laughs> 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 uh, why? But... <laughs> <laughs> Not but, while I'm uh, drinking, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I definitely had both VHSs. Like, I watched the first one, and let's. Next month is going to be 30 years this film has been out. <laughs> this film is officially 30 years old, and I, um, I seriously can't believe it. And yeah. I remember back in '91 when my mom brought home the VHSs, and or probably '92, and. I watched the first one and I was scared to see like Arnold be this like unstoppable killing machine, a, an actual killing machine. And then in the second one, when it started, I just remember watching it and seeing like, holy crap, is he going after, who is he going after this time? And then right when we get to the mall and here's Robert Patrick's T-1000 and here's Arnold's T-800 and you hear Arnold say, get down. And I was like, Oh shit! Get this. <laughs> and this is before trailers were this big thing too. Like, especially spoiling shit. And all I remember was like seeing this going going from beginning to end, and seeing like, oh, they're gonna save Sarah now, and where are they gonna go from here? And my little feeble four year old mind could not fathom how the effects, how the story and acting was just essential of put putting everything together in this film. And I just send my head like. Man, I wish I could have seen this in the theater. And when they re-released it in 3D, like in 2016, 2017. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. They re-released it for theaters. And I was like, I don't care. I'm going to go see this. Yeah. Me and a friend went to go see it in theaters. And we just sat there with our 3D glasses sitting there going, this still holds up. This does still belong in the theater. And it's just beautiful. Like, all the effects... The acting, the story, yes, like is a retread of the original story, but it still holds up, like mm -hmm. as an as a sci-fi time travel and action film, and it is literally the number one action film that you cannot fathom. And definitely, I could agree that growing up, I, I watched Disney, I watched Chinese films because of my grandmother, but this film literally shaped what I want to be as a filmmaker too. Going like. How the hell did he do? How did James Cameron do all this before his blue period? <laughs> fucking blue avatar period. <laughs> uh, but you look at it and even uh, when he like, when Arnold just comes out and so, uh, that he's about to take on all the police officers 
And um, John Carver says, Trust me. Wait, wait you swore. <laughs> exactly, Frank. Trust me. Trust and he just me. smiles, walks out, kicks a freaking desk out the window, and brings out a minigun. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, he has a minigun. <laughs> this, this just. I was like, how many people is he going to kill with this? And he just doesn't kill anyone. He just intimidates the fuck out of everyone. <laughs> how and does then he a not grenade show launch. any emotion? No. It's amazing. Just, no emotion. Just, no flinching anything. He's just blasting away. And then he gives a grenade launcher just to add another fuck you to everyone else. Like, yep, stay away. Walks away. <laughs> and, then, and then he just, like, even then with the... My cousin and I always talk about these films. And we talked about, like, how he mo- noticed everything, except Terminator 3, even though I think he's wrong about this. He says, do you ever notice every time someone says, I'll be back, a car has to come in through a building? I was like, <laughs> because you look at the first one, he's, Arnold says, I'll be back, drives a car right through through the police station. Then in the second one, I'll be back, dri- <laughs> drive, goes through the slot and then drives a truck through it. And then number three, I, he says... I'm back after he drives a <laughs> helicopter into the mountain. But after that, it just dies down. But I would say the only negative that I have about... Oh, I, I should mention, <clears throat> since I've watched this again, I have nonstop been listening to Brad Fidel's like music. No, right? Like, yep. hearing the original version where it's just all synthesizers and everything else and to and uh, listening to him talk about the how he composed the music with just just keyboard and this program and just making this mechanical sound for the soundtrack and then when he makes this one it's just grand grand opera like orchestral even though it's not an orchestra he just made this from his like keyboard and sound and i'm just like blown away on how he went epic on the scale and which is why sadly he doesn't score as much music anymore and even then i'm like do you do you, do you want to end on a high note this is the high note and no one not even not even denny elfman could copy that like for salvation like no one can copy brad fidel like at all and i think someone mentioned terminator resistance the video game actually slightly did oh. a nice rendition of it and the only reason why I say that is because me being a metal listener, someone actually added electric guitar to the actual like yeah. love theme in the soundtrack. And I was like, that actually sounds really nice. I'm exactly like that, Frank. Exactly. <laughs> like that. <laughs> but it sounds so subtle on how it, it's done. But the only negative I would say is when I was a kid, I remembered saying, like, you know, I don't know if I want a sequel because it's the perfect sequel to just end everything. It doesn't yeah. need anything else. And then I was like, as a kid, just like maybe one more. Terminator Three came out. I'm like, no, maybe not. And then next thing, let, let's see if Salvage is better. No, <laughs> Genesis. No. And I just remembered one friend saying, I, I want to know if you you actually liked any of the sequels and if you hated them because if you said you hated them. I, I would would have said I now know why you cry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, true, that's true. But I think it's mostly that where it had all these expectations of being a perfect sci-fi action film and drama, also, 
like Sarah, Linda Hamilton being Sarah Connor, uh, Edward Furlong being John Connor also, it, <clears throat> it, it just had that nice family dynamic of just being the perfect sci-fi action film. And yeah, only negatives, the sequels and that came after and the memes <laughs> after that. Copy that. But thanks for pointing out again. I know Lewis mentioned it too about the how good the soundtrack Brad Fidel was. Mm-hmm. What's interesting though, take away those both movies. And if someone came to me and said, Hey, listen to this, not telling me what it's from, I would be like, What yeah. the hell is this? Because yeah. <laughs> a lot of it's industrial and odd mm-hmm. and mechanical. And like, what is this? Right. Mm-hmm. But it just fits these movies and it's iconic and it's you know, it's amazing. And but still, shout out to James Horner's score. You know, rest in peace, oh, James yeah. Horner. His rest score in peace. Aliens is mm-hmm. freaking iconic. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dope, yep. man. Yes. How many times when that shot when they're flying when uh, you know Bishop's flying out? Mm-hmm. How many and they're escaping before the explosion? How many times that trailer music? I mean, that music yep. was used for trailers, movie trailers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Count you know countless times. So shout out to to James. You got to show That's respect. That's the first time we mentioned Bishop. Mm. Yeah, I forgot I to mention Bishop. Him. Oh Bishop. yeah, yeah. Get a little bit. <laughs> uh, Eric, Bishop, yeah. Eric. How many of you had to try the knife thing after you saw? Oh, oh, oh wow! All the time. <laughs> I tried it once. Time. One time. <laughs> Not for <laughs> human. <laughs> All right, Eric. All right. On paper, this film should have been terrible. I was thinking about this today. Yeah. And we're making a sequel to Terminator. You know what we should do? Add a bunch of humor to it. Did you hear about that joke of that Terminator who went to a bar and all the bartender ladies were gawking at this big cyborg schlong? Let's throw that in here. That's fantastic. And you know what else I think of? The first Terminator film, the first thing I think of are annoying children. We need an annoying kid in this movie. And then we need to cast an actor whose balls haven't dropped yet, and he sounds like a 10-year-old girl throughout the entire film. Okay. And you know what? We need to change the Terminator. I want the Terminator in this film to be a good guy, a good family man who takes orders from this annoying child. <laughs> and then for the villain, let's cast someone who's half Arnold's size just to just to mix it up. I mean, this film should have been atrocious. I consider this to be like a cinematic miracle, this movie, <laughs> when I was thinking about all. But one thing I will say that this film doesn't recover from is a diminishing return for the universe that's created in the first film. Because what do we have in the first film? No one goes home. No one else comes through. It's just him and me, baby. All the marbles. This is it, baby. And that's, I really like that element of the first film. There's like, uh, there's real stakes there. Now for the first five minutes of Terminator 2, it's like, uh, they sent two Terminators back. And oh yeah, the, the humans, they have their own Terminators now. And I remember the first time watching it, I'm like, Dude, that's not what I was told in the first movie. What the hell is this? But uh, they still make it work. They still make it work, obviously. But again, I still... And I think this kind of sets up the stuff that was wrong with a lot of the sequels and that they just keep saying, oh, they just sent another Terminator back and then another one and another one. So, but uh, that's why when I rewatched this film last night, I'm like, man, you know, conceptually, this film had so much going against it and it's still freaking awesome. (laughs) It's all in just the execution, man. Uh, the action is top notch. I mean, Robert Patrick, it's you kind of wonder where they find these guys. I mean, he just really does a great job in this role. And uh, 
Yeah, everybody talks about Linda Hamilton as well. And Arnold again. You know, this is kind of like the Arnold that uh, that we know and love. You know, the Arnold in the first film is a little scary. <laughs> this, this Arnold's more, you know, he's more, uh, I guess, multidimensional father figure kind of, which they were going for. But, uh, yeah, this is just a, just fantastic. The entire final half an hour with the helicopter. Yeah. I know uh, Frank mentioned, you know, the helicopter, when it goes under the overpass, I'm like, oh, yeah. dude. And I think I, I think James Cameron mentioned in an interview fairly recently, I might be wrong about this, but I remember it irritated me because he's like, if I made this film today, <clears throat> I would have used CG and I would have had the helicopter, you know, clip the bottom of the underpass and the camera would have been. And I was like, you know what? It's better the way you shot it the first time, yeah. dude. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just there's nothing else to say for this. It's just a phenomenal movie. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Uh Rick. Oh, yeah? Okay. The, the cranky go? Yes, yeah, yeah everybody, you're good, man. <laughs> well, I've, got, I've nearly got nothing to add. This was, I mean, I was making my segue into Inside Kung Fu magazine at this time, my horror trilogy. And I, I went to, I believe I went to the first show in New York, and I liked it. Um, but... I still don't know why I didn't love it. I just yeah. sat there and went, okay. Yeah, that's good. That's cool. I didn't get emotionally involved. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was good. It just, even to this day, I don't remember it very well. I remember some of the highlights. I recall the ending. I thought it was really good, and that's it. Sorry, I was private chatting right here. <laughs> I know. I also, hear, I also hear the clicking. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hear it. I don't know. Well, better, better minor clicking than everybody repeating, and we can tons of feedback from eight people. Major. <laughs> I was just worried it was me. I, I say I'm, I'm on mute. <laughs> I say vote. Let's oh yeah, yeah. It's about vote. that time. All right, here we go. It's time to vote, baby. Get out and vote. Versus time. It's time to vote. Here we go. Tony, Aliens, or Terminator 2? <laughs> well, it's game over for Aliens, man. Terminator 2. <laughs> there you go. Tony Again, gives it a thumbs up. I can't. I'll give it my own thumbs up. Thank you. <laughs> here he goes. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, Frank. Uh, I just want to say, you know, before I vote, I just want to let you guys know I still have a soft spot for Alien Three. I think the assembly cut is fantastic. I oh, actually yeah. like some. I like some of the parts of Alien Resurrection too. I like the, mm -hmm. I like the European humor in it. I thought that was kind of charming. Uh, and then, um, yeah. So, but again, comparing Aliens and Terminator, I mean, I think I just think that like Aliens is just on this slightly higher level than. Terminator 2, because like I said before, Terminator 2, there's this, you know, being there, done that little, uh, uh, there's a deja vu about Terminator 2. Yeah. You know, no matter how well that film was made, you know, how, how great the action is, you know, he, uh, you know, he has done it before in the first film. And, and I think somebody pointed out that because this was not his original idea, I just felt that he had more heart into Aliens than, than, than the Terminator franchise. You know, he kind of took over. And so definitely Aliens for me. All right. Mm-hmm. Copy that. All right, Frankie. Aliens are well, 
Well, these are both classes. I love them both. So if, when they're on, I'll watch them. I'll watch the whole fucking film. But I got to say... Oh, Aliens oh. is the winner! Oh! oh. Holy I shit! You, so wow! Yeah, you son of a alien. bitch! Wow! <laughs> that was you, you fooled me. That, that very, very nice. Very good. I love the action. I love wow. aliens. I love the guns. The guns and aliens. All right, the pulse rifle, man. <laughs> yeah. Pulse rifles are all. <laughs> all right, Kyle. Wow. Let's see, this is an exciting versus. Like definitely, as emotional as I get, I think everyone could admit this. Like. The only way that there's a few movies that can make you cry, and they will say like also that you can be emotional. About, men can't be emotional, but when you watch the ending of Terminator Two and you see the thumbs up and he's going into molten lava, you cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying Terminator Two because it is honestly. <laughs> okay, nope, they're right. manly tears. We are two they're to manly. two, two oh, to two. Speak for yourself, Kyle. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I didn't cry. All right, I understand why you cry. Eric, I'm going T2, baby. In terms oh, of pure, you... pure entertainment value. T2. There you go. There we go. All right, Rick. Ironically, since you got <clears throat> all your alien toys, 20th Century Fox gave me an official alien that was two feet tall. And I wouldn't let it be brought into the house. I just, it just freaked me out. <laughs> but even so, uh, aliens, I'm voting for aliens because I think that's pretty, pretty much the greatest. It's certainly the greatest alien movie. All right. Copy that. All right. So uh, uh, let's see. What are, we, what are we up here in terms of voting, oh, also, Eric? Guys who are going to be on tonight. But they didn't, couldn't make it. They both voted for aliens as well. Yeah, oh. but they're not here, so their vote doesn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. The public is going to go. Voters are going to go for uh, Terminator. So it's it's all moot. Uh, I've been the deciding vote coming oh, up. Don't now. Don't, we're forgetting yeah. Lewis's votes. Terminator. Oh yeah. 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 Forget about Lewis's vote. He, he did right. show up. So, all what right. It's up that? to the samurai. Here we go. What is it gonna be? Both classics. I absolutely. I, I you know. I love. I love Alien so much. I think it's a perfect movie. I got a poster up here. But believe it or not, Easy Money. There's no losing. There's no, no there's no losing. There's no losing. What, what is going on? Yeah, I'll put this on, man. I have to put this on, man. Tony's, so happy. Tony's so happy. He's got to show something there. Man. And I knocked over all my books. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, love yeah. aliens. I love it to death. And you never know. You never know. Two or three, year, three, three years from now, we do this again. You, I might go the other way. That's how good uh, aliens is. Uh, but, yeah, let's. Uh, we, we always love to give the internet a voice. And I'm not surprised by this. Actually, you know what? I'm su I'm not surprised at the winner, but I'm surprised that it was this huge of a gap. Yeah, I'm never surprised. Oh, wow. so that's what she said. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we always like to give the internet a voice here on the know. channel. But yeah, in all the other episodes, has there ever been as a movie with this vote? Has a movie ever won that was older? 
because I've noticed that basically what wins is the newer film. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to go back. That's yeah. a good. That's no, a good I point. Agree. That no, is a good I, point. I, 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 I sense that too. The newer movies kind of always win. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. But, but also, again, they're all wonderful movies. We're just yeah. our favorites. We're not saying which is yeah. better. It's just yeah. our, what we like for. Except yeah, for I, the... I could watch either one of these, like Frankie said. Yeah. 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 I want to. they're on, I could watch it. I want. Oh my god! Rifle. Yeah. I want yeah, a replica. Yeah, cool. Anybody knows information? What website to get a pulse rifle replica for cheap <laughs> or cheap? You know, reason yeah, price. it's all expensive, dude. Man. I know. I want the smart gun. I actually want the smart gun. That thing looks interesting to use. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this was a lot of fun. Always these Versus episodes are just keep getting better and better every week. Next week will be the 20th episode. Holy shit. Oh. What is, what is it going to be? We're going to have to discuss and find out to celebrate the 20th episode. Uh, but thank you, all you badasses. The Movie Dojo Army showing up, representing One good ass. love One for good films. Ass. One good, great, great ass. There you go. Great ass. Great ass. <laughs> great ass. Great ass. Ask anybody. I That's right. <laughs> Copy that. Uh, there you go. Don't forget to subscribe to Mr. Tony of the Dead. If you love horror and all things fun, go over there and represent. That's right. Follow Kyle on his Instagram. Everybody's information is in the description box below. All of their social security numbers, all that stuff. What? It's in the security description box please. below. Take all my money. Uh, Take my money. Take <laughs> make my sure money. to check out An Hour to Kill on uh, YouTube. You can watch it for free. You see old Frankie doing his acting thing. Make sure you go out and purchase Films of Fury. By now, are you Mr. saying on Tubi or on YouTube? YouTube. 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 Okay. Is it, it might be on Tubi. Is it on Tubi too? Frankie? I don't know. Okay. But I mean, okay. YouTube is there. It's free. Yeah, YouTube's there. And He's buy everything a... Eureka and 88 films. That's right. Master of Remaster, Frank Jang, putting in work, spreading the knowledge of Story of Ricky in August, man. Story of Ricky. Oh, I pre ordered yeah. that. I pre ordered that. I can't wait to watch that in 4K. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew the story of Ricky would be in 4K one day? I never knew that. It was possible. And also, <laughs> Subscribe to the Asian movie enthusiast. That's right. Love his content. He is so knowledgeable. He is the man. And uh, we'll see all you badasses uh, again next time. Don't forget tomorrow we are going to have uh, Alex Chung on the show tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Martial artist, stuntman, director. He's going to be hanging out with us. The Movie Dojo Army. We're going to be talking films. And uh, we'll see all you badasses next time. Take care, guys. Easy money. <laughs>